where the sneaky cinnamon scroll you just have to have. Even though you already ate a big breakfast with extra hash browns and three coffees. You'll eat until you explode. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. A very good morning or afternoon to you wherever you are, but particularly if you're getting up without a curfew in Melbourne. How about that, baby? Baby uh, boy, we're not as grounded as we once were because Victorians have been so good. The cases are coming down. The rolling average is in the low 20s. And so, yeah, from 5am this morning, uh, there's not a curfew to go and do your shopping, your exercise and stuff. So, so that's quite proud. good. As long as I'm you're within excited. five kilometres of your home. Is, is the five kilometre thing still happening? I thought you could go anywhere now. No, five kilometres is still there, although 127,000 workers can return to industries with COVID-safe plans. Um, uh, there is a new penalty if you are breaking the rules, which still are in order, of $5,000. So you got to be very careful. Wow. I saw an article of someone who did get a fine, not one of the big ones because that's just come in, but over the weekend who's saying carrying his mask with him was too heavy. The mask was too heavy. Uh, so there's always... <laughs> A few different excuses that come through. But, yes, uh, a little bit ahead of schedule we are in Victoria, so that's very nice. How was your weekend, Matthew? Well, for starters, Alex Dyson, I think it's this five-kilometre rule should just be around forever. <laughs> and that's such a Melbourne rule, okay? Because in Sydney, you got to pay someone to leave five kilometres from their place. I'm telling you. Have you ever gone... If you're in Sydney, have you ever left... If you go five, five kilometres from your house, okay, you're paying tolls. <laughs> there's... <laughs> People with piercings. Yeah, I mean, you're just yeah. you're like, where am I? I don't know what this place is anymore. I remember living in Sydney. I think we went to the gig maybe at like the Enmore Theatre. Everyone's having a great time. We're like, woo! And someone's like, yo, yo, after party. We're like, sick, the vibe's huge. Let's go. Where, where's the house? It's like, oh, it's in Bondi. I'm like, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am if not going that far in Sydney. It's eight kilometres. <laughs> You're like, absolutely not. I am oh, not two a trains in a bus? No, thanks. No, thank you. Uh, $13 thank you very- in tolls in the Uber on the way home. <laughs> thank you very nah. much for joining us. Uh, we're very much looking forward to catching up with an old friend today, making her first appearance on All Day Breakfast. Matt O'Kine, Ms. Zan Rowe is going to be having a chat to us. And uh, she's got some huge things happening on her Double J uh, show this week. But there's another big reason we wanted to chat to Zan because old Barry Crocker came and knocked at her door <laughs> in the last yeah. week. One of yeah, the most look, terrifying things you could have as a radio host happen to her. Yeah, I'll tell you what, we've talked about career enders on this show, Alex Dyson, but have a listen to what happened to Zan Rowe on air. We've had a bit of a problem in the studio. I'm going to have to keep talking while we bring something else up because all the lights have gone funny. Uh, and we'll figure out what we're going to do right now. I'll see if I can put a CD in and make things happen. Oh, no, you know what? I can't actually even play anything in the studio here. If anybody can hear me, live on Double J, this chair, the desk has just gone. Please, help. Yeah, OK, so we will find out what happened to Zan very, very soon. Uh, we've also got a bit of click fish. It should be fun. Hang with us. It's all day breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, we need to talk about shower curtains. Oh, we, we, okay, we do. Let's let's go with it. Literally have never met a good one. <laughs> I tell you what, I, it's amazing you bring this up now. And, you know, people might think we discuss these things before we get on air. Not true. Matt just throws this at me and you've thrown it at me just two days after we had to demould ours. Oh, have you got the one? The vinegar in the backyard. Have you got one? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh my god! Is that I what I got? Know. It was a present from Woods's mum, who was. It, this is the literally. It's the best shower curtain I've ever had. 
okay? If that's possible. It's apparently an American style because there's sort of, it's two. One goes over the outside and one goes over the inside. Well, that's half of the problem with the bloody things, (laughs) isn't it? You ever been halfway through a shower and you realise that it's on the outside? Yeah, oh, good, I've got yeah. to clean myself and mop up the bathroom now. Oh, great, they've installed a ski jump for the water to get out of here. Lovely, <laughs> yeah. lovely. Love, love a zip line for my, uh, from the shower to the bathroom floor. Beautiful. Thanks very much for that. Oh, someone opens a door, suddenly there's... They didn't even have to open the bathroom door, just another door in the house, and suddenly... This thing's just slapping to against your leg. It's just sucking onto you. I, I will never forget the first time I encountered this problem. I was at my grandpa my grandparents' <laughs> of course house you were. in Ocean Grove. Because <laughs> they're okay. the only people who have I, bloody I got in there, I'm having a shower, and then so, so it's almost like the Jaws theme. It's like it's getting a bit closer to me. I'm like, oh, that's a bit weird. Move back. And the shower curtain is chasing me. <laughs> Into the shower. And I'm like, Dad, how do I stop this? <laughs> I've never, ever felt one against my skin and thought, oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's a good, nice feeling. The cold head of death. Just oh up God. against your naked body. <laughs> uh, but what are we going to do about it, Matt? It's we like need to do something. You're right. Tongue just licking me. <laughs> we oh, do need to do something. What are we going to do? Get some oh, plywood. <laughs> we need a shower plywood. We need to just say no from now on. All right. <sighs> Anyways. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad that I finally got it out of my system because it. it I've been carrying this too long. My heart has grown as mouldy as your curtain. <laughs> well, there is a problem. Unfortunately, it sounds like there is no solution, so I'm pretty sure we'll just leave you with that. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now, Madokind, it is time to talk to one of the best in the business. We worked with her during our time at Triple J. She's the host of Double J Mornings as well as the Bang On podcast, which happens with Miss Warhurst. Uh, it's a very big hello to Zen Row. Hi, Matt and Alex. What a treat to be on your breakfast podcast. Oh, Zanro, I think about you all the time because I still listen to our old station and I listen to the 9am crossover with uh, <laughs> Sally and Erica and Lucy Smith and I and I think about all the fun we used to have together doing that crossover. Me you know doing you, push-ups the, and... Well, <laughs> you, I love that that's the first thing you think of, the fun <laughs> we had together, me doing push-ups. Uh, a little uh, shout-outs to how ripped you are. I used to be buff. <laughs> How are things at Double J? You are loving loving life there? Yeah, it's wonderful and it's such a treat to be able to graduate because it's kind of like, you know, Triple J for people who have grown up, like we all grow up. And it's just a really lovely crowd. You get some really wonderful um, texts on the text line. It's a little bit different to Triple J. We did a big countdown actually last weekend um, and you guys would be well aware of the countdown um, text that you get usually when you're doing a Hottest 100. Uh, your joking should have been higher, I believe, <laughs> is the, uh, the classic <laughs> one. <laughs> I, exactly. I asked someone, I was asking people what they were doing while they were listening to my part of the countdown last weekend, and someone texted in and said, I'm just making an ornamental wheelbarrow. So that's the kind of crowd that we pull. <laughs> oh, my God. Double Are you That's. I remember when my, I did my first Hottest 100 countdown and someone sent me a... 
picture of their junk in a sausage sizzle piece of bread. <laughs> complete as with I the said, sauce. I was like, what the hell? Said, no, they didn't sauce it up. <laughs> did, they, did they put the onions on top? Little, <laughs> the little cocktail frankfurt with a little bit, little bit of sauce. Wait, oh, this man. is the question. When you're doing that, do you put it diagonally in the bread or horizontally? <laughs> it was... <laughs> Anyways, anyways. And the cool thing about uh, your mornings on Double J as well, Zan, is you've taken your incredible segment Take 5 over there, which is a podcast in and of itself. And this week's guest is one of the the big titans of the game, Mr. Peter Garrett. Yeah, that was amazing. What a bucket list. Midnight Oil were the first concert I ever saw when I was 12 years old. Um, I went along to, yeah, at the Tennis Centre, which is now Rod Laver Arena. I think it was their Blue Sky Mining Tour. So it was 1990. I can't remember, probably something really daggy. I was in year seven. I didn't know what fashion was. Did you blog about it on Zan's Zoo afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is uh, three years shy of that groundbreaking website. Thank you for giving it a mention. That's okay. I'm sure the people are going to try and find that deep in the web, the World Wide Web, Dot that geosities, is. I'm sure. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep. Um, but, yeah, it was a huge, it's a huge full circle moment for me to have Peter Garrett in and to, and to hear someone like him just be a music fan he picked Rage Against the Machines, Killing in the Name of, um, for one of his songs, which is just awesome. So that was really fun um, and I loved having Pete in. What a hero. What a hero in music and in activism. Such a legend. How do you crack someone like that? I mean, it's it's easy for someone who has done media their whole life, who has been a politician mm. on top of that. How do you get an answer that isn't just straight from, uh, you know, the, the the PR template within his head? I think that with Pete, it was helpful because he's not in politics anymore. So I think he feels as though he can speak freely and say exactly what he's thinking as opposed to speaking on the behalf of his party. Um, but the other thing is this, is this is the sort of genius of the Take Five in that often when people do interviews, they're talking about their own music or their book or whatever they've created. But when they come in to do the Take Five, it's literally, you know, five songs you love and why. So always around a theme, but you're talking about, the music that you love as opposed to the, the art that you've created. And people just really love being fans. And they also, I think, in the songs that they choose, they end up revealing some of their own story. You figure out where they've come from, what's driven them. And so, but they, it, it's almost like they do that without realizing. So there'll often be times in the take five where you can just see my guest, I can just see the moment where they click and they relax. And that's when I go in for the sucker punch. <laughs> when, <laughs> when they're vulnerable that's and it. their underbelly is exposed. Perfect, perfect stuff, Zedro. Uh, you are the best in the biz, which is why I was so impressed with uh, how you handled a situation that, honestly, most people in radio have stress dreams about, and that is everything in the studio goes black except your microphone, You've, you're on and you have got to pad your little heart out. And this week, can you tell us what happened? I don't know why the microphone locks on. It's like a cruel, <laughs> cruel nightmare. But I, I had a cup of tea. I drink tea every day to keep my, my you know, vocal cords all warm and ready to go for three hours while Again, I'm best talking in the on biz. the radio. <laughs> and, but, but for some reason on Wednesday... I decided to put the tea in the middle of the desk where you've got one panel of faders on the left and one big panel on the right. And then in the middle, you've just got a keyboard, not a place to put a drink. And I put my tea right in the middle there for some ungodly reason. And next minute, I've just sort of 
dragged my hand across lightly and completely tipped a full teacup of lemon ginger into the panel. And I see it. And of course, there's no paper towel. There's no tissues in the studio. I'm screaming at my producer, but I haven't pressed the button where she can hear me. And she's just doing some work and all of a sudden looks up and she says to me afterwards, I've never seen a look on your face like that before because I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, lemon, lemon ginger tea. Great for the vocal cords. Terrible for electricity. You know, it's not <laughs> the electrical cords don't react quite as well to it, which meant your desk went black. You only had your microphone on and uh, we've come up with a super cut of Zan Rowe on Double J Mornings. Oh God. Having a little pad. We've had a bit of a problem in the studio. I'm going to have to keep talking while we bring something else up because all the lights have gone funny uh, and we'll figure out what we're going to do right now. I'll see if I can put a CD in and make things happen. We'll see what we can figure out. Oh, no, you know what? I can't actually even play anything in the studio here. So I'll just look at my producer, Phoebe, and see if she can bring up something on her studio. (laughs) If anybody can hear me, live on Double J, the desk has just gone. Please, help. Tell me a story on the text line so I've got something to talk about. Uh, What else can I talk about? Oh, 15 cases in uh, Victoria today, which is great. My new cat, which if you haven't met him on social media, he's the cutest cat in the world. What's my favourite big day out experience? Seeing Dizzy Rascal perform bonkers at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Even though I got thrown, a bottle got thrown at my head, a plastic bottle, it's still one of the greatest sets I've ever seen. What are you up to this weekend? <laughs> well, I'm in lockdown, so I have no plans, but hoping to get out for my two-hour outside uh, journey. Uh, hang in there, Zan. Thank you, Tim Scheel. And um, someone else just telling me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm signing off. I'm throwing you in another studio and I'll be back ASAP. Don't go anywhere. You're on Double J. Over to you, Mystery Studio. You hadn't heard, listened to that back yet, Zan. What what do you think no. now that you've heard it? I'm just glad I didn't swear. I'm glad that I didn't. <laughs> I'm glad that I knew that the microphone was on. Uh, I'll say that. But it's weird because, like, you know, real talk, that there's no one in the ABC Melbourne studios. So usually when that happens, and it's happened before at Triple J, you know, you have people running into the studio, but there's literally no one physically there. So I was just kind of like, whoever can hear me, can you come and help? Because I don't know who's around. <laughs> When the text texts came in as they were just watching me as I was padding, just wanting to get in and dry that desk out, I said to them, I'm so sorry, this is what happened. And they were so nonchalant. They were like, ah, it's the second time it's happened this week. So I, feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like in, in lockdown, anything goes. No one's harshing anyone's yeah. vibe in lockdown. It's just, you know, as long as you get through every day, it's fine. Well, Zan, we look to you as far as our broadcasting chops go, so it was very good to see you handle that so well. Six minutes of padding. What an absolute marathon. You did it very, very nicely. Thank you for joining us on All Day Breakfast as well. Um, very much looking forward tomorrow on Double J. Got a world exclusive with Sufjan Stevens. That's huge. Yeah, I'm stoked about this. He's one of my favourite artists. He's an incredible genius, multi-instrumentalist, and he's just put out his first album in about five years. He's really private. He's only given, I think, three or four interviews worldwide and only one radio interview, and that's with me on Double J. So you'll hear him in his own words 
Sufjan Stevens um, chatting with me on Double J after 9am Tuesday. So I'm super excited about that. That's very, very oh, nice. I mean, amazing. we do have an interview with Mel C, the Spice Girl this week. So um, <laughs> look, we've got our own yes. big exclusives here at All Day Breakfast. So, I look. love Mel C. I'm, I'm jealous. That's awesome. I know, Spotty Spice is my favourite spice growing up. She's the best. She's the best. No, we've got to make sure our vocal cords are prepared. We will be uh, packing the tea. And making sure in that a, it's a good one. In a sippy cup. In <laughs> yes. a sippy cup. Absolutely. I see one of Sophia's little sippy cups. All right. <laughs> and Zan, Zan, we'll catch you later. Uh, and our son Norman is the Instagram to follow if you'd like to see pictures of Zan's cat as well. And I can recommend very cute, very cute cats. So uh, there's another He's one. He's the most you can beautiful boy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on Matt Nice All Day Breakfast, Zan. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. But Okan, you ever been to the Papua New Guinean jungle? Uh, actually, yes. Mm. So you would have also seen uh, when walking through the thick foliage up in the trees, some certain colourful birds. Some call them the birds of paradise and they've evolved to have very shiny coats and do really interesting dances and have really vibrant plumage in order to attract people to them, to hopefully mate with them. Absolutely. And I've also spotted in the uh, news jungle of online media, the same colourful tactics used by Copywriters uh, when posting headlines for their stories. Yes, they're, they're tempting us to not just mate with them, but to mate with their articles. But Matt and I, being the strong celibate people that we are, dare not click on these articles. That job we give to our producer, Bron, in her segment, Click Fish. Click, 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 click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Well, Bron, we've taken our metaphors from the sea to the sky with this one. <laughs> we can't just keep doing ocean forever. We can't. <laughs> yep. And uh, how how are you? How's your weekend, Bron? Weekend was pretty good. Got got a couple good news uh, stories from from Dan Andrews. That was all right. But uh, nice. yeah, yeah, pretty chill. Um, but what about the articles that aren't so pressing when it comes to our everyday lives? What about those ones that are uh, a little bit vacuous, but we can't help but being tempted towards? We got a few biggies today. So this first one is from TMZ. The headline, and this is a pretty morbid story. So get prepared. The headline oh. is Michael Jackson blood stained IV drip. For sale. No. Oh, no, no, no. It is disgusting. So allegedly his cousin, Marsha Stewart, um, is selling an IV drip that she apparently stole (sighs) from his deathbed. And we have some audio of her trying to flog it off. No, no, please, no. My name is Marsha. And I'm the cousin of Michael Jackson. Shortly after Michael died, I went to the house on Sunset. I mentioned that he was ringing. I was able to go in and go to the bedroom. When I went in the bedroom, it was a bed there with some juice. It looked like a sandwich was part of ate, and I noticed this. This is one of the IVs, the last one actually, that he had in his arm when he died. And what I did, I took it and put it in my purse. It had some white, like milk fluid inside of it, which later on uh, dissolved. But this is actually Michael right here, DNA. That's what made me grab the blood. 
This is the most. That, that is one of the most despicable things. <laughs> it's awful. I have ever heard. It's disgusting. <laughs> what an absolute vulture. <laughs> what? Disgusting. What on earth possesses someone to do that? To talk I about mean... it so casually. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But do you know what? I saw I saw um, a busker singing Billie Jean just on the um, on the street <laughs> yesterday with with Sophia, and I was like, "Look, this is a man playing guitar, and he's playing Billie Jean." So now, all through that story, I couldn't help but think, um, "This IV is not my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one that found oh. on the side of the road." <laughs> goodness me, that that is awful. Is 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 there anything illegal about this? Well. Literally, it's evidence because yeah. there was a um, there's a case that came out. The doctor, I think, got charged with manslaughter. So surely his last IV drip would be like something that shouldn't just be taken by random family members. Um, so how is she selling it? Is it on like? E- it's an auction, so it's getting sold. I don't think it's been sold yet. Or it would it would have just got sold in the in the US. So wow, it's it's <laughs> disgusting. Wait, 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 wait. So during the auction, do you think the uh, auctioneer is going to say <laughs> like? <laughs> don't do it. Here we go. Because <laughs> there's a bidder bidding high. And we'll move right. on to the next story. <laughs> What's the next story, Bron? <laughs> let's, get, let's get out of this realm um, and move on to some hopefully lighter things. Well, okay, you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Well, yes. What's one... someone selling, buddy, Hulk Hogan's colostomy bag? What's going on? <laughs> so this headline is Gen Z tattoo trend goes horribly wrong. So this is from news.com. Um, a TikTok user called Smooth Avocado, she made a video encouraging all of Gen Z to go get a tattoo to signify unity and a rebellion within the Gen Z community. Um, and then people started noticing that it was actually very, very similar to a Nazi tattoo. Oh. So all these people, which I don't know why you would get a tattoo just based off what some random person on Called TikTok smooth says. smooth avocado. Yeah. <laughs> So if I'm gonna go, oh yeah, let's do uh, what Smooth Avocado says. So, but the creator, she has apologised. She didn't know that's what it was, mm. um, and she took down the video. But too bad for everyone that got a tattoo. Did many people do it? Do people know? Did it happen? It happened. There's not all of Gen Z, but <laughs> <laughs> but a few people have come forward and said they got one, which is all just right. ridiculous. Uh, every every week now, because the week before that was people m- maiming their teeth for TikTok. Now it's getting tattoos for TikTok. I I, I hate to think what will be happening next week as well. well so um, we, we thought we already beat it with um the guy who was peeing his pants on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we did we literally thought that, that was the bottom. So I don't know. <laughs> Challenge us, TikTok. We want challenges. Let's go. See how low we could go. All right. And uh, finally, Bron, what do we got? So this is going back to our roots in this segment. It's a real clickbait article um, from the Daily Mail which is keeping us in business. <laughs> basically, the Clickfish Daily Mail combo. Yep. Um, the headline is Sydney Swan's Buddy Franklin takes out the trash outside his Sydney home. Is that a euphemism or is that That's literal? Like literally he, he took out the trash. He just took out the trash. His bins. He took out his bins. So <laughs> what? That, that is the story. 
Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, the 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 Sydney Swans star slinked out of his um, Bayside home wearing loose track pants and a singlet and uh, and flung. <laughs> the garbage into an already open bin. Matt, you are dangerously close to what they said. So basically they said, Buddy Franklin looked less than pleased to be on rubbish duty as he hauled a large bin outside his Rose Bay home. The 33-year-old footy star showed off his tattooed arms in a beige T-shirt as he took out the trash. You almost got it word for word. Yeah, Why? less than pleased. Could be the person taking pics of him dragging the wheelie bin out. Oh, goodness me. All right, well, Bron, thank you for sacrificing your clicks and your algorithms for our interest. We appreciate you coming in, as you do every Monday. Thank you very much. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. All day breakfast. Matt, I think it's fair to say that a workplace is like an udder. You know, and inside inside it, it, you've got so many good things that if you're a savvy employee, you're able to uh, to milk for all they're worth. Absolutely. And, I mean, we spend nine to five in this supple little teat that we might as well make sure that we uh, extract as much of the creamy goodness that we can. Now, we did talk about Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, Israeli PM, the other week when he went to the White House. He's being accused of taking extra bags full of dirty clothes because one of the services to uh, visiting heads of state is a little uh, clean and launder. So taking advantage of that. So we asked you, what's your perk that you have been taking advantage of? What perk have you milked? It's a very very big all-day breakfast. Welcome to Ed. G'day, Ed. G'day, lads. Now, Ed, you uh, you milked a little Subway perk back in the day. Yeah, what better a cow to milk than an international uh, fast food restaurant? Um, oh, yes, please. They used to do a, a unlimited refills um, promotion. And so uh, me and the lads after school, we'd go down to the local uh, Subway and we'd buy one small drink and then we'd bring it back the next week and the next week and the next week and just milk the cow, my boys. <laughs> so wait, yeah. you'd, have a, you'd have a paper cup that you'd save at home and so it's a Subway cup. It's indistinguishable from a recently purchased one, and you just pop it under and uh, away you go. That's it. We'd reuse it every Wednesday after sport. <laughs> now, Ed, these things are made out of paper. All right, surely after week three they're looking scummy, little bits of paper floating to the top. I mean, how did you disguise that? Nah, I mean, you get about a, a month and a half shelf life for these things. Um, and... Uh, yeah, and worst case scenario is you buy another one, and it's only a dollar or something anyway. Sure, so. and that'll last you another six weeks. How did you store it, it then? Exactly. Was it just in your? Did you just fold it up, or did you keep it in a you know lunchbox? No, nah, because it was sport day. You had the big sports bag, and so you know just put it in there with your footy kit. Oh, very oh, very good. Interesting. Do you know what? I actually feel I, I worked for I worked at a fast food chain for a while there, and they and they would do the free re- refills for the coffees. But um, you had to. Um, you, we were you were instructed as the worker when you picked up them from the food court to bust a hole in the bottom of them <laughs> with your finger to stop mooches like you, Ed. <laughs> so you're very lucky you managed to. Uh, well, I guess you bought the first one, so that's, that's fine. <laughs> but um, all right, well that's good. So you're man. Never caught. Is it you? You had a hot streak that never ended there, Ed. 
Uh, oh, I mean, grew out of it eventually, but never got caught, never got, you know, no suspicion, nailed it. Delicious. And the great thing is, it is like milking a cow, but you're milking a, soft, a fast food free refill. So it's pretty <laughs> just it. pop the wooden stool under that and away you go. Thank you very much, Ed. We'll catch you later. Thanks, lad. Uh, Elise Ed. is joining us right now as well from Melbourne. Hello, Elise. Hi, guys. How you going? So good. Congratulations on uh, some new restrictions easing today. Are you going to uh, take advantage of uh, potentially five people in a park from two separate households? Oh, potentially, yeah. We'll, we'll see. But, um, no, it's some good news from, from Mr Andrews. Absolutely. Now, uh, you might be able to catch up with your cousin now. Uh, I yeah. heard that they had a, uh, a cleaner that milked a few perks. Yeah, yeah. So my two cousins um, live together, the two females, and they found – they had a cleaner that came once a week, and they found um, a pair of, like, men's underpants, like daddy dad underpants in their dryer – and they didn't really know where they came from for a while. They were sort of racking their brains, like there was no reason for them to be in the house. So they asked their cleaner, and she sort of came clean and said, uh, or pun intended, came clean and said <laughs> that um, she had been doing her laundry while she was, you know, cleaning their house. Oh! Um, yeah, so she was milking that perk. But, um, Ooh, milking your little hot water and the uh, yeah. dynamo you got there. Okay, interesting. I mean, she got, she got to keep cleaning the house because a couple of years later, I um, dropped around there. I had a key to get in, so I had to drop something off like just before Christmas, and she was there cleaning the house. But she was, um, I walked in and she was having a nap on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bravo! That yeah. is. Um... I mean, that time of year is pretty pretty uh, tiring. So, yeah. Is she Goldilocks? Yeah. I mean, who is this person? <laughs> just helping her bed. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> were, they, were they getting paid hourly? Do we know? Yeah, yeah, like a flat rate. So yeah, flat. Well, no. Rate. So so it was just like you know the eighty dollars, seventy dollars for the whole house, and I mean, good on her. Have a sleep <laughs> on the couch and do your washing. I, I mean, I wonder what she was watching on the TV as well. That'd be the continue to know, watch yeah. on Netflix uh, would have been an interesting. <laughs> Algorithm. Check the Netflix queue. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Needless to say, she doesn't uh, clean for them anymore. So no, that would be fair. Sure. Thirty dollars yeah. for Mulan. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Elise. We'll catch you later. Thanks, bye. And if you have a perk that you have milked, or if you've been the cow that's had a little bit of uh, had a little suction cup <laughs> attached, please feel free to let us know. Bat.ads.alex. That does bring us to the end of another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, except we have an exciting giveaway. That's right. The uh, the Cumulo Nimbus Cloud, otherwise known as the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast All Day Robe, has been uh, being sent out to people around Australia who go out and uh, take a, pic- a picture of themselves proving that they like to wear their uh, sleepwear outdoors, uh, including old robes, old pyjamas. If, ha- if you do put a picture up online, Hashtag it all day robe, then you could be taking home one of these. And someone who has done just that is joining us on the line right now. It's a big hello to Erica. Hello, Erica. Hey, how you going? Good. Thank you, Erica. Now, you already have a robe and you posted up a couple of photos of you in some pretty interesting places. Uh, talk us through your uh, your entry. Yeah, so um, my partner and I kind of have robes as a bit of a, a running theme in our relationship and we had booked a holiday to go away down the Great Ocean Road um, for, you know, end of lockdown Um, and I'm a teacher, so school holidays and I kind of ambushed him and I brought the robes in the car 
and I was like, we're actually going to take some photos for Matt and Alex. Um, and big eye roll. Um, but he was driving, so he got to choose where we got to pull over. So he did it right out the front of the um, Great Eastern Road sign. A bunch of tradies working on a house right across the road staring at us. Um, while we're doing multiple timer shots, um, that was pretty funny. <laughs> in your dressing gowns, it looked incredible. You were just chilling out and doing what you should do with robes, and that is wear them all day. You've also said it was a little trip down the Great Ocean Robe, which I think we should petition to make the actual name because it's a it's a comfortable <laughs> drive and you need to have a comfortable body while doing it. We loved your photos, Erica. You did hashtag all day robe. So congratulations. You were the winner of a Matt and Alex all day robe. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, please thank your partner for uh, putting up with your antics. They, they are awesome. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate your entry. But also, if you're listening, just keep on entering. Uh, we still have a lot of robes to give away. Well, not a lot, a few. And I'll tell you what, for something so soft, they are red hot because they are burning holes in our little hands and we yep. need to give them away. So please do what Erica did and take some photos in some interesting places, wearing a robe or wearing your pyjamas or wearing... We're in something interesting. Birthday and, suit. Uh, yeah, and tag <laughs> us uh, at matt.n.alex and hashtag all day robe. Erica, uh, where's the first place you're going to wear your robe when you receive it? Oh, I reckon down to my local coffee shop, morning walk, yeah. um, straight out of bed into the robe out the door. That is the way to do it. And I think the partner is going to be going from rolling the eyes to um, trying to have it steal the robe given the uh, comfort levels that it's involved. So we appreciate your entry, Erica. Enjoy the robe and we'll catch you next time. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. Very excited for a Tuesday show tomorrow because we're chatting to a couple of guys from this band. Yes, that is right. Dan and Todd from the Wombats are going to be having a little yarn to us about their new side project. It's called Sunship Balloon. We'd love to uh, have a chat to them, see what's going on in their world, because one of Australia's favourite live acts, the Wombats, absolutely. So I uh, can't wait to uh, have a little talk to them. And absolutely, every single time that we've had a chat, chance to talk to these guys uh, in previous uh, you know shows that we've done, they are absolute legends. And I dare say could do our jobs better than we do ours. So <laughs> exactly. uh, you're in for an absolute treat when we get to chat to Dan and Todd tomorrow on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Other than that, keep in touch with the show on our Instagram at matt.n.alex and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.